When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, people. This is Jack Garrity. This is Be a Man, the podcast. This is part two of our two-part episode that I had with my sister, Kate. We talked about online dating, and we left with a bit of a cliffhanger, if you recall. Very exciting. Very exciting stuff. My first cliffhanger as a podcast host. Pretty cool. Bet you guys are really into that. Uh, I'm just going to keep talking about that because still pretty jazzed about having a cliffhanger. So, this is about two months into this podcast. What do you guys think? There's been a lot of content. We've had quite the, the pace here. We've been working at quite the clip. Got a lot of episodes on there in uh, just eight weeks. So I think for the next month, we'll probably just take it back to an, an episode a week. We've been doing like the interview, longer episodes on Sunday nights, ready for Monday morning, and then a smaller episode in the middle of the week. And I've noticed that the middle week episodes have started to get a little bit longer, and that's a lot of content. And, uh, you know, it's just a lot. You guys don't need that much. So we're going to dial it back for a month, see how it feels, and then just kind of work out the kinks. Um, just thanks for hanging in. Thanks for continuing to listen. And uh, hope you enjoy the second part of this conversation I have with my sister. Let's pick it right back up where we left off. All right, so what is your worst first date experience uh, meeting someone online? Oh, gosh. Give the story. Um, We're ready for it. I will. I can tell most of the story. I don't know if I can tell the whole story because it's just, uh, it's literally yeah. like a... I'm sure it's if it's a, really that bad, we shouldn't hear all of it. <laughs> it's like a, it's a, like a block from your memory situation. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was... Uh, I guess my main mistake was like, I had nothing to do on like a Friday afternoon and was talking to this guy online and on Bumble, I think it was. And he said, um, Oh, we should meet up. And I was like, I never do same day dates because I got a whole thing about it, but maybe it's because of this. Actually. I was like, actually I'm casually free. Like now ish. Um, if you want to meet downtown. And so he did. And then um, we went to like three different places during our date, which makes it seem if you were, if I were just to say that, it's like, oh, you spent a significant amount of time with this man. Um, It couldn't have been that bad. But the first part of our date um, was just sitting at a bar. And mind you, this is years ago, so no COVID. Um, But sitting at a bar and within like 25 minutes, he started crying about his like his relationship with his dad, which I am not against a vulnerable man. I, I think that that's fantastic. 
do I feel like it's appropriate to do it 25 minutes in when like the content didn't match the emotion behind it? Like he was like trying to make me care about his very alive dad and how important his dad was to him. And I was like, that's wonderful. You have a great relationship with your dad, but you're crying at a bar and we've known each other for 25 minutes, but that's not to say that the part of me that was like, wow, a man who can show his emotion and like, isn't afraid of it. Cool. I'm going to stick this out. Like kind of weird, but like, let's just see what happens. Then we went to this other bar that he frequents and he started uh, to pack a lip, which isn't oh, my jam either. Yeah. But I was like, well, we're just going to, Kate, be open-minded. It's fine. We go into this bar and we start to play like a game that they had. I don't know if they had Jenga. I forget. It was so long ago. But then he went up to the bar to get our drinks, but then like ch- was chatting with the bartender for like nine straight minutes. Like there's no one else in the bar. It was us and it was the bartender. <laughs> And we were going to play Jenga and I didn't have a drink. And I just was standing there waiting for him to be done with the conversation with the bartender. So I was like, whatever, it's fine. He's a regular, this is cool. We finish up Jenga and then he, and it was kind of like, you know, a little bit all over the place. So I was already like a little bit thrown off because, you know, we did that bar and now he wants to go to this bar and now we did that. And now let's go walk by the water. And um, on the way out, he started smoking and I was like, again, like, this isn't my jam. This isn't like the people, like, I, I don't, that's usually not like my preference, but like, you know, mm-hmm. there's no, like, those aren't, I don't know how to explain it. It's not like they're red flags. Like, I don't think that that says something about people's like, uh, own like decisions in life and whatever. It's just like, right. I kind of don't want to like have that in my face or like whatever. I don't know. So anyway, we like walk along the water. It's like a little uncomfortable. He pretends to throw me in the water and he's like a six foot eight, like former army ranger situation. And like literally almost throws me in the water. And like, it was like, not cool. Like it wasn't like, this is so cute. Oh my God, you could just throw me around. (laughs) It was like, my life's in danger. What are you doing? (laughs) Um, But then we went to our third bar and mind you like it sounds like we've been like imbibing it's like we literally had one drink and then one drink so and then we're walking and we're at this third bar and he takes out a purple pill and i literally looked at him and it was like is that viagra and he goes no it's just valium and i was like "Ooh, we are on different playing fields because it's still 4 p.m on a friday like it's not we're not like late into the night like is Valium is, a sleeping pill? I don't even know. Or is that a pain pill? It's all of the above. Like, yes. I don't know. Like, I'm not the I've expert I've heard that on... name a bunch of times, but like, it sounds like a pill that you don't drink with unless you're trying to right. get messed up. On a first date openly also was like, I don't know. This It makes me sound like a prude and it makes me sound like he should have kept these things under wraps or something. But it was more just like me taking in all of this stuff that was happening and so I was getting the vibe, and he, he did, there's a lot of insecurity with him where he was saying like, I can tell you don't like me. And then I felt like, and it, whether it was negging or whatever, like I felt like I had to prove myself to be like, no, like I haven't even told you I don't like you. I'm interested to get to know you. That's the point of a first date. Like that's why we're here. But I like already was like combative with him, which is not my personality. So I didn't like that. But then we leave the third bar and I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm out. Like I need to like figure out a way to just be like, this was nice ish um and we walk by this girl who is a little bit shorter and like but like and like a little bit weighs a little bit more than like your average person but like not even a big deal she has her headphones in and she walks by us and he looks at me and he goes look at that troll and i said excuse me and he goes oh don't worry she had her headphones in and i was like that's not the fucking point. Like oh what? That's just a stranger who walked by us, did absolutely nothing. She was just existing. And that's how you not only think of her, but then think I'm the kind of person that will accept that. Like, it just like, it rubbed me all the wrong way for a billion reasons. But I was like, this guy doesn't care to learn about me. Like he doesn't, if he cared to learn about me, he would be presenting his best self if this is his best self, I don't want anything to do with it. Um, And so like, but even ending the date, he got upset that I was trying to end the date. 
and he stormed off and that is how we ended our date was like I was trying to just be like oh I'm gonna be done now and he literally left me <laughs> and then wow. then he messaged me on Bumble because we had not exchanged numbers um to say uh did you want to do I had that a great again? time <laughs> he said did you want to do that again and what I said I do not think that tool. would be a good idea and he said yeah I figured and I was like oh did you <sighs> okay see uh, you're i think you're being so polite the crying red flag (laughs) but maybe yeah it's like okay your first red flag if you bolt at the first red flag you're you need to be more patient than that you can't you know you're probably like too short just too short of a fuse you know Mm -hmm. you need to wait on the first date just like keep track of the red flags and yeah. I can see you you're doing that. Them. As I, I say, you make it, you have a collection, you start to right. like, you know, reel them you in. Keep them in mind. And then when you, and all of a sudden you start connecting dots is like certain yep. red yep. flags start being like, is that significant? Do I care about that? You know, you're yep. also figuring out what your boundaries are, yep. but so the crying is one thing. Yeah. Without the crying, without the Valium and the smoking, him talking to the bartender for nine minutes, that would have been like, all right, we might have a good time. It's not happening after this. That would have been it for me. Mm -hmm. Like there's just some things that are just like, you need, when you're with me, you got to show me attention and respect. And like, we're, we're doing a date here. Like we we don't even know each other. (laughs) We don't even know each other. This is like, it could even be like an interview. Like you're Mm -hmm. just put your best foot forward. Mm -hmm. um, And but also be yourself. And mm-hmm. this guy seems like he was definitely doing that. Yes. Um, but you need to like, uh, yeah, you, I think you were being very polite and like, oh, maybe not smoking. Like, yeah, I'm not, for me, someone who's like can tolerate smoking and spends time with people who smoke. I, that's something I would, I, it's not a deal breaker, but it's right. like, if you chain smoke it, it's a deal breaker. But if you have like the odd cigarette here and there, Mm-hmm. you know that's a thing but what would have got me the most before the valium which i just looked up is like it's like um it's an anxiety pill mm-hmm. um so yeah if you have like that's like a benzo diazepine mm-hmm. um it's like xanax and whatever mm-hmm. yeah if you have that with alcohol you're probably going to get a little loopy <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and uh it's like yeah it's that's crazy um mm-hmm. that's an awful first date Wow. Yeah, I forgot. There were like honestly, I literally have blocked a lot of this from my memory because there are like other details. But like, I forgot he also got into a shouting match with the bartender after oh he popped the Valium. So it was like, like it's one of those things where you like, as a human being, <laughs> I look back <laughs> and I think, Kate, what were yeah. you doing? And but I still see myself now would not have lasted that long. I would, I, I have worked in therapy. I have worked as a human being to um, establish my boundaries, like understand how like I can use my voice to empower my own self. Like, I don't know, I've increased my confidence. Like I would handle that so differently now. However, I still like, you know, the initially right after that date, I was really upset because I was really mad at myself because I was like, I can't explain this to anyone because all this stuff happened. And like, it's embarrassing because like I let it happen was how I felt. And now I can look back on it and give myself grace to be like, I know why you did everything. You also were in a space with a six foot eight army ranger where like there was, it was the first time that I felt like a very imposing presence and then mm. when he did that thing over the water where he like pretended to throw me in, like that was like, that was a real shock to my system of like, oh, I'm used to like not feeling the same exact feelings that other women who are, you know, smaller than me and more petite than me right. like feel. I like, I, I feel a danger with certain men, but I do not feel the physicality like, I think that the 6'2 is intimidating enough for some to be like, I don't want to fuck with her. I'll find someone smaller kind of thing. <laughs> but like, I, which is an awful thing to think like, but this is like literally what I think as I walk down the street and the, but him being the size that he was, it was one of the first times where I was like, oh, I'm like truly in actual physical danger. Yeah. And because his, he, he had already showed his like emotional lability and like not having 
a grip on how he was feeling about things with both his anger and his sadness, I was like, I could upset him and this could be dangerous for me. Even though it is daylight, 4 p.m. on a Friday, I was still like, this is unsafe. So. Oh man. I mean, when you described him as six foot eight and showing kind of like strange, like maybe not a slightly aggressive behavior. Yeah. Now that you've mm-hmm. said he got in like mm-hmm. a shouting match and stuff. Um, yeah. That starts to make me feel a little nervous. Like six yeah. foot eight is a huge person. It's a huge that's like, yeah. that's a huge person. Um, and I just, I also want to say sorry because I like, I do have bad dates that are funny, but like, that is what my mind goes to when I think of like bad well, date. But I, mean, I do gosh, think it's, that sounds, I hope that's your worst date. Yes. That's, and then, I mean, but it's, it's funny because it's, well, it's not funny, but it's like, yeah, this is my worst date. I just wonder like, if I ask you the same thing, <laughs> would it involve your life being in danger? <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> like, I wish I could tell a funny one where it's like, no, it was, you know, 20 minutes. And uh, he farted the whole time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, some some are funny. I feel like I'm yeah. I'm hoping they'll be funny, or you can like, they might not be funny in the moment. I don't think they ever are. But afterwards, you're like, that was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I think I've had a lot of. I've largely had good dates. I've never felt physically threatened. Um, uh, the one time I felt physically threatened is when I was in a gay bar and a guy kissed me on the neck from behind. Mm-hmm. I was talking with my friends and I, I like someone like sucked on my neck, like this big wet kiss. Mm-hmm. And I turn around and I like, am looking at someone's chest and I have mm-hmm. to look up and it's like this six ten guy. And he's like, what's up baby. Mm-hmm. And I was so flustered. I started laughing. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I was like, I didn't expect this. I don't know what the fuck to do here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only time I've ever felt like I don't even really feel threatened. I was just like, once I laughed, he left. Right. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what else to do. Like, I'm, this is very strange. Um, like, in no way is that ever okay to kiss someone on the neck from behind. Like, what the fuck are you thinking? Right. Um, actually, I know what he's thinking, but he's <laughs> bad tactic, is what I should say. Um, I think I had one date um, with someone where it ended in a fight. The one, the one date I've ever had that ended in a fight. It ended because um, we uh, we got in a fight over salmon. I, <laughs> I asked what I thought was like a philosophical question about salmon. And I was mm-hmm. like, who's to say that our lives are more valuable than that of a fish? Mm-hmm. And like thinking it was some really like cool philosophical question. And I actually think that's a really cool thing to think about. Like we're the ones placing value on our lives over fish. We eat fish, but yet fish are so important to us because we need them for sustenance and whatever nutrition and whatever i thought it was a cool topic of discussion but i was talking to someone who was like a commercial fisherman fisher (laughs) fisher person woman like she had done it in the summers and she i mean it was like throughout the night i think we we had some moments where we were like "Eh, we're not really on the same page about a couple things and then i said that and she was just like why do i have to apologize for fishing like i'm feeding people i'm like oh god and because i don't eat fish i think she took it out as like a you're blaming me for killing fish like you think Uh that fish are just as valuable as humans what the fuck is wrong with you right and i can definitely see how she took it that way but the date ended i i was like i gotta go (laughs) um but we're actually still on good terms we're like really good friends and stuff um uh and then another one this this woman um at one point she just started complaining about her day right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, and it was like 10 minutes in. It was the first time I remember on a date um, where I like 10 minutes in, I was like, Oh, I don't like this person. Yeah. And um, like, not, I don't despise them. I'm just, oh. I can tell uh, like they're already complaining yeah. a lot yeah. and very negative. And I'm still don't really know much about them. And at one point she was like, saying that she got a weird look from a guy because she was like covered in paint and looked like an artist in this like fancy building where she was doing an installation. And she said, you don't look at me that way. I'm a debutante bitch. And I, I had to look up what debutante meant. From the the, deep South? I went to the, yeah, she was from the South. Okay. (laughs) And uh, I guess you're like a wealthy family in the South. Oh, so she literally meant she was a debutante. Yeah. 
Okay. So I went to the bathroom and I looked up what debutante <laughs> and and then I was Using like, resources. oh, okay, she's she's actually a debutante. Do people still use that word? Right. Like, anyway, That's a northeast showing, yeah. Um. <laughs> so you know, those aren't like horrible experiences, but I think they're they're kind of humorous now. Yeah. Um. I mean, I would say that's that as bad as it gets, really. I would say that the the actual other bad dates that like just were dates that didn't pan out were um i mean outside of just like you know not being compatible or whatever usually stem from the fact that usually stems from the planning process honestly where like like i know this city pretty well and like there were there have been plenty of gentlemen who have suggested like oh let's go to a bar near fenway park at a time in which the baseball game is getting out and or the baseball game has not started yet and let's just go casually grab a table and like not make reservations yeah and i will think this won't go great we will be stranded and not have a place to drink or whatever and it's like a do i divert that plan because i know it's bad or do i just go with it and be chill and just like get there and we just play it by ear and the amount of times i've had to go to a place where we have to then play it by ear and like then it's like this awkward dance of like you haven't even met this person and now you're trying to decide on the location to go that's within walking distance from here and it's like we've started on the wrong foot i hate this i like no longer want to get to know you like it it just it just starts the the whole night or whatever off wrong and that's where it goes from there so like i think that those are the those are the ones that like just don't pan out where it's like you could have actually probably prevented this maybe we wouldn't have still been a match but like it wouldn't have been so it shows that you were thinking beforehand and you right right didn't just show up yeah um yeah i mean it shows like a level of care um where do you do you prefer if if a the man plans the first date <laughs> um sure that was an evil but laugh. that doesn't happen so i have a thing so huh. my dating trifecta is i need a day i need a location and i need a time that's i mean yeah. i don't i'm not saying i we in order for us to meet in time and space like we need those three things we need to have a destination we need to have an actual time and we need to have a location and i can only get two from most human beings i've ever interacted with which that's not to say like i'm sitting on the other end being like a dead fish it's like um you know i'm I, a lot of times i have to lead the charge of like you know they'll say like want to get together next week and i'll be like sure i'm free wednesday and thursday what day works for you mm-hmm. and it's like oh let's do thursday okay great you live in this location i live in this location like do you want to do this or this and then they'll decide that and then you like then you're like but i what time like now we don't have a time and then you right. get to the day of and no one's decided a time I don't want to be pushy and be like, oh, I just like, I want to be go with the flow. And then like everything falls apart. No one shows up. So like I, I probably overvalue now people making plans because it's so um, not common. And like, I usually would take it upon myself to just be like, Kate, if you want this to happen and you want these three pieces of information, just do what you need to do to get them. Um, but so that's why when (laughs) it's kind of like then the bar is lower and so the second that a guy comes in and is like would you like to meet at this location on thursday at this time you're like oh oh, this is it this is this is it this is the person then you meet them and you're like oh that (laughs) that is that's the benefit for just regular decent guys uh, like the bar being so low is Mm -hmm. that the entry level is then that much is so low. So it makes it harder for women to really tell, is this guy just average or actually very great? Right, right. That's But for men, it's like, I don't have to do much to get the attention of a woman. And that's kind of goes back to those like initial messages I was talking about. Like Mm -hmm. I'm 
if I just write like a thoughtful, like three sentence thing, ending okay. with a question about the specific about themselves, like usually like one specific, and you just try to be as specific as possible. You yeah. can make it about anything as long as it's really specific. Mm -hmm. um, and if you show a little bit of thought, um, there's usually like a very positive, um, the, the chances of like a, a positive response um, and like an enthusiastic response are higher. Yes. And yeah. I and I've even gotten comments from women saying like that is like the nicest message I have ever gotten and it's mm -hmm. nothing special. It's really yeah. just like asking them about a photo. Oh, since you were there, you must have been doing this. What was that like? I've always wanted to try that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. And you know, and I I'm continually like very pleasantly surprised at how joyful women are when I just like show the slightest bit of interest. <laughs> like it's, it's and true. Like, I I've actually thought about, I've thought about you and Aiden, like as my brothers, but also like, in a, you know, a lot of my guy friends that I surround myself with is like, I can trust you and these people like to have, to be those people, to be the thoughtful people, the conscientious, like, um, person who can take the perspective of the other person like what would they like to hear or like not like in a fake way but just like you know how can I get this going mm -hmm. and like it's it is disheartening to then realize that like I've surrounded myself with these lovely people but then there's none of them left out there to date and that I shouldn't say that because I'm currently dating a wonderful person that mm -hmm. happens to also meet that standard <laughs> but yeah. like it is a um like, yeah, you, <laughs> the good guys do luck out in a way because you get to get by with a little bit less, but true good guys aren't going to like, you know, hopefully ride that. They're not going to ride that low bar. They're going to hopefully. Exceed. That's a good point. But yeah. You're, you can, if you're, if you're like a good person yourself, you can, and like knowledgeable and understand what you're looking for, you can suss out like the pretenders, yeah, yeah. you know, and get through that pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, uh, what is, okay. I, uh, what is the one like cliche profile thing that guys always do or a lot of, a lot of, you, you see a lot on profiles that you're just like, what the fuck is this? Why is everyone doing this in their photos or like writing about this or mentioning this? I mean, it literally, it's very cyclical or not cyclical. It's very seasonal um, because there's like the, there was the season where all the guys said, I'm just here. So I don't get fined. There was the season where. That's a, um, that's a quote from a football player. Why? Would, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, don't I guess they're trying to relate yeah. to Seattle Seahawks fans. Yeah, it's like yes, in this New England Patriots market. But um, there I'm was. I'm going to dive into that because then, no, what does no. that say? Why? Yeah, okay. No, it says nothing. It says nothing. Um, there is the I'm not here for I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Um, there is the um, you know, people love talking about pineapple on pizza being like a very divisive topic. Oh, the Oxford comma oh, season. A, there was Oxford a comma. Yeah. Oxford comma All over season. The place. Like I don't that, have an opinion. I do, but like, it doesn't inform who I date. Like, that's not my, like, wow. I love an Oxford comma. I like love to separate out my second and third participants in a list. I don't know, but like, I don't care if you do. I literally don't care. I'd actually like, I'd prefer that you not talk about it. That's, that's funny. Cause that happens. I see that a lot on profiles mm -hmm. of women and I'm like, I, I'm first, I don't even know what that is. And I've looked it up before and I've forgotten. And, uh, it's, it's like, it's, it's weird. Panda, how prevalent it's like a panda is. eats, shoots and leaves. Like does he, it's that, I don't know. Oh, that is cute. I really like that. I'm just kidding. No, I think I did it wrong. It's like, that's a different grammar thing. I don't know, but um, yes. All right. Well, everyone's going to yeah, look I, it up. E email uh, beamanpod at gmail.com with your corrections and insightful tidbits on any episode. <laughs> I keep forgetting to mention that. I want people to engage with the podcast. So email beamanpod at gmail.com. Uh, tell to us all about your drunk, this. Yeah. drunken white uh, observations. Yeah. So yeah, are um, there any more? Any other? 
Um, yeah, the there is uh, the fluent in sarcasm, which like it, oh, I God, actually hate it. Um, the most recent one though, and I did, I got so mad that I tweeted about it was um, I like girls who don't take themselves too seriously. And I, it makes me irate that sentence. I what the, the hell irate. does, I like know that I know what it means. I know what it actually means. And I, but I know also what the connotation is. And the connotation to me feels like I like a girl who's not going to call me out on my bullshit and while I fuck around. There were a lot of swears in there. So hopefully mm. the swears are okay. But no, I like, I, or like, I'm just looking for fun, which like, just say that then. But like the, the thing that annoys me, I like it annoyed me to the point where I put in my profile, I take myself just seriously enough to uh, not like not be the person that takes herself not seriously. Like whatever, whatever. It was way cuter and more like adorable. Oh. But like it was, it's so infuriating because it just lends itself to this idea of like, like my issue with the dating process, the thread throughout was like, I'm taking this seriously is not the right word, but I am taking this process. Like this is meaningful to me. I am like intentionally spending my time that my precious time that I have like a social circle that I could be spending it with, but I'm taking my lovely precious time and I'm going out here on a limb with people that I don't know to meet them, mm -hmm. hope they don't murder me. And also maybe they'll be nice. Like those yeah. are the things I'm looking for. And you're saying that I shouldn't take myself too seriously. And it's like, God, that's so boring. It's just yeah. so boring. It's also so funny how quick most people are to just rely on those cliches. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone says, oh, I don't take myself too seriously. Uh, um, mm -hmm. uh, fucking uh, fluent in sarcasm. Mm -hmm. We just, it's like, that's not how we talk in real it life. Means, no no one would ever say that to a friend. Like, yeah, dude, I'm so fluent in sarcasm. But when you're like presenting yourself and I've actually found this in like doing the podcast, I'm like, I'm like playing this character of myself that isn't me at all. Mm -hmm. And I need to like strip that down because it's so transparent and is obnoxious. Yeah. And I, um, the, the thing weird. that I would always go back to with like a Bumble is like you have 200 characters and six pictures yeah. to give me an idea of if I want to spend my time like meeting you and in whatever capacity and like you choose your 200 characters to put like i don't know this is gonna like get some judgment but like you choose your 200 characters to put the american flag i love a, like america's cool but it has its flaws if america's so important to you that you now have 199 characters left because of that flag like eh, i'm not super interested but hey thanks you weeded yourself out if you choose one of your mm. if you choose three of your pictures to be pictures of your car then like, eh, I'm not really interested. I might have liked your car if you let me meet it yeah. at some point, but like you chose to portray yourself that way. And so it's like, yeah, if you choose to portray yourself in these like really boring cliches, I, you're no different than the other guys that I've just swiped by. And like, it just like, don't you want to like, for what you can <laughs> show a little bit about this is what makes me a unique person that sure. like is worth just getting to know but like that just goes back to how serious people actually take online dating and like i think that there's obviously just different levels of that so yeah i think that is if you're really serious about just getting on there trying to meet someone for whatever length of time whatever purpose i think the toughest part about online dating is knowing how to present yourself properly mm -hmm. and i think that's taken me like just a long time and i've even after kind of figuring out some things that I knew got some like positive feedback where I started matching with people I was interested in, I would still then like, if I met someone, I'd be off online and come back on online a while later and then like forget all of it and then mm -hmm. have to kind of like relearn how to do it. And mm -hmm. I feel like each time I've come back on to online dating, the situation has been different. Um, like the seasons of it. You know, like some mm -hmm. of the platforms change one, but also like the things that people are looking for are very different. And like, I've seen, um, 
way more political profiles the last yeah. yes you know the last three months or whatever i've been on it two months and um way more like if you're with trump no fucking way get the fuck out of here i've seen a lot of uh like all cops are bastards um mm-hmm. uh stuff and um it's so that's like a huge polit- like shift politically and i'm like all right that's that's totally fair that's just the way the mm-hmm. world is and we're we're drawing those lines that's important to people and i 100 percent get that mm-hmm. um but it just seems like all right now all of a sudden this is taking a more serious turn mm-hmm. where we're like not as trusting of other people um right it's fine and online but it's like there's no there's less leeway and those are those are fine lines those are like kind of extreme examples because no like, but like i mean i think for those people and i i see it on men's profiles too and then I, i'm sure it's on women's but it's like that feels like that's their way of saying like let's cut, cut out the bs right at this yeah. moment like yeah. these are like non-negotiables for me so yeah. like which I'll just fair. put this in here, which is like exactly fair. And it's just as fair as it is for the dudes that put like, love my guns. Here's my America flag. Totally. It's like, that's totally, that's like legit. Like you want someone who is going to be, you know, okay with you going out shooting and someone that like wears an American flag tank top to the, I don't know the places you go with American flag tank tops. Like <laughs> you just want that. And that's like, that's your preference. And that's totally fine. So like, I'm even in the way that I was talking about those profiles, I'm not even like disparaging them. I'm just saying like, well, it makes me, it makes it easier on my end because it's Mm -hmm. like, well, I don't, that's boring. Like, (laughs) or like not that's boring for all of them. So the cliches are boring. And then like, Oh, that person and I are probably our values aren't going to align as much as I want. So to to that end, the one um, with the photos, well, there's a lot of like, you know, classic photos that you see oh, everyone posting. Machu Picchu. Not never did I know how many people went to Machu Picchu. Okay, yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. turns out half of every woman in the world has half ridden of every an, woman. Just like half their <laughs> top half or their bottom half. <laughs> just like down the middle, the left side of yep, every yep. woman has been on an elephant in the jungle. Uh-huh, which is uh-huh. surprising because I feel like that would be difficult to get to like the jungle right? and always in a muddy river mm-hmm. with a guide behind mm-hmm. you. Uh, so that's that's one. Um, the ones that kill me is when like you have six photos and five of them are huge, like pulled back, zoomed out, like group photos. Uh-huh. So it's like, all right, okay, I have one photo and you're wearing sunglasses and it's just you. Uh-huh. So now I have to go back through every group photo and figure out, okay, if you weren't wearing sunglasses, what would you look like in this group <laughs> of 10 people? And at that point, I'm like, too many group photos, boom, you're gone. Like, yeah, you know, course. I'm I'm trying to like be efficient here and actually understand what I'm who I'm looking at. You have that to is, like when you're it's it's a craft. Didn't you say it's an art? Like craft, like it's a there's an art to the profile making. And my it's rule more of a was, craft than an art. Yeah, it's yes, craft. it's a craft. And when like you said, art. It's a craft. You my rule was like you have to set the stage in your very first photo to be like, hello, this is me. Totally. Like yeah. that's how you do it because then two pictures or the third picture or whatever you can throw a couple people in in a picture totally with you, you like, should have other people in some of your photos yeah you'll, show it will know, look creepy if social. you like are just alone on rocks everywhere but like it's like you set the stage you let them know what you look like you have a full body shot well i guess that's a woman thing but also i guess i'd like it for a man too i don't i don't want yeah this. i think that's reasonable I, i'm fine with selfies except not all of them um mm-hmm. I do love, I do have to say, I've been tempted to just swipe right on the gentlemen who just have six in the car selfies wearing the same shirt. I just, just want to see. the day they made the profile. They're like, yeah. I don't have any photos. And I have to, I, like, I bet that they thought I have to fill this up. None of these can be empty. It's just like the guys on Hinge that will say like, it'll be a prompt that's like, you know, truth or dare tell me about this and they'll say like i don't like this question it's like well luckily there's a thousand other prompts you could have chosen from you didn't have but to pick you didn't <laughs> yeah i was gonna say another like maybe the a similarity to the car a lot of car selfies on online um yeah the one that kills me is i've seen a few times it's like a, every picture is a selfie mm-hmm. and I've seen a few times where I've like toggled between three photos in a row and it's like, it's her taking a picture of herself in her floor length mirror, same pose, 
different clothes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so you went shopping recently. That's yep. cool. <laughs> I've never seen the, I don't, I mean, guys probably do that, but that is uh, not typical for a gentleman. So. Also, little fact, when you take a photo of yourself in a mirror, the camera is usually blocking your face. Yeah. So you can't see the face. Yep. That's one. And uh, just strange decisions. I will say, yeah, if you have six photos, taking one to not include a picture of you and maybe just taking a photo of your cat is a strong decision. I understand if you have a cat, it's probably like a very important part of your life. If, you know, um, like, all right, you're getting me and the cat. You know, I get Mm -hmm. that. But like, I don't need to know. I need to know that you have a cat. I don't need to know what it looks like before I know you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's a tabby. Can't do it. Sorry. (laughs) Only work in Calico. Siamese. Um, (laughs) Siamese are Siamese cats, right? I literally was going to ask, is a tabby a cat or is it just a a, for a cat? I don't. I think a tabby and maybe it's like, oh, that cat is tabby. (laughs) Like it's looking a little tabby today. I don't know. (laughs) Um, And then the other classic one, this is a phenomenon that has been fairly recent where you know that app or I don't even know what it is. It's a filter that makes your eyes bigger. A face tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Women will just do that in in every photo. Yeah, and they think that and, people don't recognize that eyeballs can't be that large. Right. Yeah. And um, I will say it has tricked me a couple times. I'll even say, oh, her eyes. Okay, that's like the Facetune app or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm still thinking like, but she looks really pretty. (laughs) (laughs) And then I don't know. And, you know, like some of them, maybe if like the Facetune app is like really, the filter is really strong, like a little heart or something, like a little bird will pop up next to their face. And I'm like, what are you, what angle are you going for here? Why do you think that this is appealing? Yeah. Like that isn't you. I'm not. The thing that it comes down to for me, which is like, I don't know. It's kind of a sad social experiment is like those things, both for the women and then men do it too. I mean, there are men that like you can tell are either touched up or like, or they have like a picture where you're like, that was taken with a potato in 2006. Mm-hmm. And like, it is literally Way 50 years later. Yeah. So I know you don't look like that. And I've gone on a date with a guy like that, where his first complaint when we sat down was usually women don't look like their photo. And I was like, projection much Mm -hmm. but the thing that i always just end up feeling bad about is like well that's just a self-confidence thing like if you if you really feel like that's how you're gonna like the only way to portray yourself like in an attractive way is through those filters like it literally filters me out not because i'm like oh filters they're the worst but it's like if you're using one to enhance certain parts of you there's there's an innate like self mm-hmm. you know self esteem issue that i i don't know i don't really have the, i don't have the time to deal with that yeah we, you're we not, all got our own stuff so. we're not trying to date people that we like already see things like self confidence issues and which are normal and of course like expected in people but to be like all right this is already an issue that we're gonna, it's yeah. not appealing yeah you yeah. know to like exactly this is this is obscuring my impression of this person i don't it in fact confuses me and gives me a lot of questions and what i'm trying to do is like get to know someone here and i'm not i'm not going to be asking them like what are you self-conscious about right right <laughs> to please get to know them over to your deepest traumas yeah, for that's me. not the way to get to know someone yeah. um yeah uh i feel like i had one more oh the other the other cliche that like makes me laugh i don't yeah, it just makes me laugh that this is some people's perspective, but I think it's, you can tell it's in response to all like the interactions they've had with men on online dating through messages or just scrolling through people's profiles. Their whole profile is just like what not to No, all the no's. Yay. Okay, don't just say, hey, when you message me, when you message me, give me a fun fact, ask me something about like uh, blah, blah, blah. I am not here to play games. I'm not looking for a guy with any selfies or whatever. And I'm like, no right. drama. That's a man thing is the yeah. no drama. No, not looking for drama. And I'm like, I literally have not met one person in my life where I've been like, Oh, they're bringing the drama. Right. It's the, like that tells me that you're going to bring the drama or 
you're going to try and do something and when I say no or like I don't like that you'll be like oh you're so dramatic it's so drama yeah. like who goes into a situation saying I'm gonna fucking blow this guy's mind with drama <laughs> oh he's not into that okay he's not into it shoot my bad I'll mm. all right oh, swipe left right you're missing out buddy because <laughs> I am bringing the heat um yeah, I don't think I've ever had the word no in my profile. Like, I, I just think right off the bat, being negative is not the way to show someone what you're about, unless yeah. you're overtly negative, which well, that's, and is that's what thing. that is saying. I, I've fought off the, I've fought off the um, drive plenty of times to put something very specific in my profile that's like, you know, please don't comment on my chest when you first talk to me like in a funny way that like someone mm -hmm. that I would like to meet would be like oh man she has to deal with that let's like that's ridiculous but like I but even that alone was like I know that vibe that it gets off gives off and then also it usually then would lead people to talk about like oh people talk about your chest and then you have to like and then now talk you're talking about your chest, about your chest. <laughs> <laughs> so like that's it is, so good I mean I literally I once made a joke about in my okay cupid profile because it was like what's the first thing people notice about you and I was like my height and then I was like, I wish it was my wit and my charm, but my height's up there only second to my butt or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then too many people talk to me about my butt. And They're so like, oh, then- open the door. Yeah. I mean, I guess uh, there's a lot of guys that are just like, they're going to talk about what they like about you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Whether then or not I, they have any I, clue if it's going to be successful or not. Yeah. Well then, but then I took that and was like, oh, I'm going to make something witty. And it was like- um, mm. I used to have something in here about my derriere, but you know, I had to change it. And then people would ask me what it was that I had in my profile about my butt. And I was like, Oh my God, Kate, you can't do this. You just can't, you can't even make a joke like about, you can't make a meta joke about like this whole up. process because it's just going to be more stuff. Yeah. And so like, but that did help me decide like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want my first impression of people to be like, hi, I'm Kate and this is the way that I don't like to be talked to. Like I'd like to give people the opportunity to do well <laughs> first. Yeah, that's so. that's an approach I appreciate just because it's like if you're if you're looking to find someone that you like, you should give them the benefit of the doubt that they're a good person and and that they're going you can just assume that they don't need to be told what not to do. Right. If you're right. gonna like a person they're going to have those qualities innately. Exactly. Um, the, the boob thing reminds me of this one profile I saw for this woman. And she, it was like, I don't know what it was. She was like talking about herself. And she was like, hi, I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm like from Texas. And yeah, boobs, right? I know, <laughs> but like, be cool. <laughs> yeah, that's, literally, that's exactly what I wanted to like include yeah. But like, it just, I knew that then it just perpetuates the conversation. And it's like, no, I don't totally, I'm not even at a place where I jokingly want to talk about this. I literally want to skip talking about this. Yeah. I, yeah. I have heard that's often the situation um, with men messaging women online. And um, I, yeah, I just think there's a lot of dudes out there that are just looking for an in. If you bring it up, it's suddenly topical and then, right. I mean, I never thought of it that way, but yeah. I can see that being the interpretation. Yes. Um, like all of a sudden, just let's not talk about my, like, what's the old thing? Like, okay, don't think about balloons. And you're like, okay, yeah. balloons, don't think about balloons, balloons, balloons. Right. <laughs> and you're, it's funny. I said balloons. We're talking about boobs, but like, <laughs> I, that was, <laughs> that was not intentional, but um, yeah, that's uh, whatever. Men are pigs is my point. Um, well, that's like, can I, can I just say that like, that's what, and I do, I love debunk the men are pigs myth, please right here. No, I like, I love listening to people talk about online dating because it's a shared experience that I have. And like, I can be like, oh my God, yes, that validates how I felt about that. And like, oh my gosh, yes. But it's like also, and like, I think like even people who are in relationships kind of like hearing about online dating, because it's like, 
this is interesting. Like I'm a little like morbidly intrigued of like, do I really want to like, am I really missing out right now in this re- lovely relationship I have? And then you're like, Oh, I am. I mean, I'm not <laughs> like it's yeah. great that I have this relationship, but yeah. I have to say that like the reason that I kept doing it and keep doing it or whatever for five ish years was like, there were cool things that came out of it. Like, I only connected on like a more romantic level with like a few, like a handful of people, but like I had like cool experiences. I met interesting people I wouldn't have met without it. I had like interesting situations where like a woman messaged me on OkCupid and she was like, this is random, but I have a guy friend that would love you. Can I show you a picture of him and you decide if you want to go on a date with him? And she did. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? This is like, I kind of trust a woman. So, and we were not a match. It was like, Mm. yeah, it was, it was, it was super cool. And it was, even if you don't know the person, it's suddenly like, oh, there's someone willing to stick up for this person. Right. Right. And it's out for them. Like there was a part of me that's like, I'm going to be like scammed by Nigerian persons (laughs) when I get there. But like, I, all of a sudden they're a couple and then she's into you too. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of that too on, on apps, like no couples, please. Oh no, there is. Um, your your girl here has been reached out to by a fair amount of happy <laughs> couples that would are just looking for a third. Never um, reached out to by a couple. But, but no, I just I want to say that like there's, it's like there's it's a it's not an evil. I was gonna say it's a necessary evil. It's not a necessary evil, but it's not um it's not all bad. I think there are a lot of people who have like really bad experiences with online dating and will you know never speak well of it i just want to like be clear that like i generally had like cool things and i think like for the last six five six years it's just been like an interesting part of my like social life in a way Mm -hmm. um but it came with some stuff that was like less than ideal Uh, yeah but um, well, I'm happy to hear that. I, you know, you hear some horror stories and then it can, it can just kind of pale your whole um, expectation of what different people are going through. Yeah. Um, but it does sound like women experience a lot of different things than in my experience than I have. And, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't heard too many horrible stories from guys. Like, I mean, yeah. So I'm, I'm just glad it's not as bad as I really thought. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm sure everyone's experience is quite different. Yeah, yeah, I um, would imagine. I mean, I just think of even how like me and my ro- former roommates when I had roommates would like how we dated differently and how like men approach dating us differently. And it was like, I always like had to think like, well, why did they like want to take her on a date versus why did they want to like not date me, but like see me and, you know, at their place or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and I just always thought like there's both like the physical piece of it, but also probably a vibe that is given off of in some way. And like, that must also be the same for like online too, of like, I'm sure that certain women with their profile or the way they look or whatever, give off different vibes and get different responses. So like, I'm not saying that my experience is definitely the end all be all for females. Like there are people that probably had way worse experiences. There are probably people that had nothing but wonderful experiences. Like Mm -hmm. I, I, but I still think like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know why I feel like I have to go to bat for these like corporations that are making tons of money and people not being in long-term relationships, but (laughs) here I am. Yeah. Um, Well, (laughs) This is a. This has been a long conversation. It has been, and yeah, our, bro- this our, is, bro- our brother texted me in between this, and I had yeah. to tell him I was busy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, it's hard. I'm like trying to figure out how not to get distractions while I'm doing this, so I can be really focused. But there's, I'm like forgetting that there's all sorts of alerts and notifications just popping up on my computer screen or like my phone, and um, sure. we're too connected. Funny, that's a topic for another day. How do you wrap uh, up your podcast? Um, I think we just say, oh, that was nice. All right, I'll talk to you later. Um, but I do, before we break, I do have to say that um, I, 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 I'm saying this to everyone. I texted the family today because I received word uh, last night for the second time that I resemble Justin Timberlake. 
And that's big news. It's like not though. It's not. It is. It's significant. And the, so the first one was exciting. Made my week. <laughs> Whatever you think of Justin Timberlake as a human being, you can't deny the man is sexy. He's a beautiful person. And uh, so when the, I've heard it the first time, it made my whole week. I was so happy. And I texted the family at that time as well. And I was like, I just got told I look like Justin Timberlake. And Kate's response was, yeah, but you don't. And <laughs> I was like, I didn't remember All that. Right, fuck. Uh, you know, says the woman who's things they look like Harry Potter. So Daniel Radcliffe and you have an eerily similar mouth. And I don't know why. I can't say that I don't see it. But this is the thing for me. I think you were also the person who told me I look like Shemi Irden the oh, you, Turkish you basketball player for the Celtics. Oh, maybe me. Oh, now that he's you like a large flat head with a broad flat nose and like, like a tall forehead. And I'm like, fuck, I weirdly fucking see some stuff in there. He's not a, ba- like, he's not a bad looking guy. Um, uh-huh. He's not a good looking guy. Let's just say that. But then, a kid at school told me like, dude, you look like Shemi Irden. And I was like, no. And then like a week or two later, you or mom texted me, you know, you look like Shemi Irden. Cause he was on the <laughs> Celtics and he was like, kind of had a good moment there for a while. And I, that was kind of heartbreaking. And then the Daniel Radcliffe. Oh thing I do yeah. See, I do remember. Sorry. I just looked him up. Yeah. Um, yeah there's a vibe. Yeah. People can look him up. It's S E M I H E R D E N Shemi Irden. Um, yeah, so I've gotten that. I've gotten Justin Timberlake. I've gotten Daniel Radcliffe. And the one I think I've gotten the most is Edward Norton, which I appreciate the most because okay. I'm like, he's not super, he's not such a hottie like Justin Timberlake that it's like, all right, okay, you clearly have like some perspective or you <laughs> saw me in some weird lighting. That's really nice, <laughs> but it's not like accurate, you know? Um, um, so Edward Norton, I can more believe. I think he has like the point to your chin and like the almond shaped head. I think that's a big one. And I don't know what else. Maybe it's like an eyes thing. Um, I don't. I don't really know what else it is, but um, I just think it's a funny amalgamation of characters from JT to Daniel Radcliffe is hilarious to me that I like can appeal across that base. But I just I mean, had to say publicly that the second time being compared to Justin Timberlake makes it official. I mean, I think like, it's actually really interesting that people even talk to you about that stuff because like it, there is certain things about your like face or whatever that are like across people. I don't know. Or like whatever. Every like, man. I look. You are an every man. That's what it is. Because like <laughs> I don't No one tells me I look like things. And I think it's my height. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're gonna like that, even though you could just look at my face, it's like well, the height's there. And so if they said I looked like Kristen Chenoweth or whatever, like that wouldn't, A, doesn't make sense. But also like she's so, she's 4'11". So it's like, I don't actually look like her. And so like, I think that that gets in the way, but like, yeah. You no, look I like guess. Lisa Leslie, you know that? Well, I've been told that, that I look like being a warrior princess, which I was like, honestly, like cool. not that bad. And then uh, Famke Jansen, which like, she's a delight. I am fine with that. Who is that? But, She's uh, she's from the Bond movie. She's in the X Men. She's uh, from Taken. Um, she's lovely. You know her. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, I was gonna say uh, I was gonna use another like tall WNBA player. She used to be on the New York Liberty. Le- is like Lisa. L- Lisa uh, Loeb. No, no, Lisa, Lisa L- Leslie, Lisa Leslie. No, I said Lisa Leslie. There was it was a white woman. She was tall. Yeah, she was like no, I know who you're school. talking about. Loeb, something Loeb, and I yeah. can't find her. I'm forgetting her first Rebecca name. Rebecca Loeb. Is it? It might be. <laughs> I should anyway, like, email us, people. Figure it out for us. Um. Uh. Nope. Not it. Not Rebecca. Uh, all right. <laughs> Power of Google giving us answers of negatives. Um. Yeah. I. I don't know if I'm actually an every man. I think that just like there is a certain type of white man that looks like a lot of other white men. That's, yeah, I, you are. Yeah, now yeah. you say that. Um, Rebecca Lobo is her name. Lobo. Rebecca okay, Lobo. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure that's like easier. For, I mean, you have like so many distinctive features, and your height is like one uh, for sure. You know, um, 
where I could see some people being like, Oh, you're tall. Like whatever. You look like Dirk Nowitzki or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, right. Okay. Not even <laughs> close to being the same height. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I just had to get that out there and just put it on the record. It's been made. You can't take it back. It's I'm Justin Timberlake or I'm a, a fraction of his face in a way. And that's all we need. So when you think of me, think of Justin Timberlake. I'm sure that'll do well for my popularity right now. Yeah. I got to yeah, watch the documentary. I guess Justin Timberlake. people keep finding reasons to be angry with him. So I got to be careful there. But yeah. um, another great man, another great man, just falling <laughs> from grace. Down. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, has a beautiful voice. Okay. And I look like him. All right. Mm-hmm might keep this in might take it out i really appreciate appreciate you coming on this is awesome i think this will be a good episode it's probably going to be our longest really uh, which is fine we'll we'll see if people hang in there um yeah and uh that's all i have to say do you have anything to say any (laughs) final comments anything to promote (laughs) (laughs) do you have any movies coming out I got a couple movies. I got a a public Instagram account and a public Twitter. So, you know, I, I'm not actually going to give those out because I don't want that. Um, yeah, no, this was great. This was, I was a little nervous about what it means to talk about dating with my uh, brother in a medium public forum. Um, but I... I don't think this even yet qualifies as public. I don't think enough people listen to it, but... I mean, I have I have yeah. a one friend that does. So shout out to uh, my bud out there. Yeah, that's great. Love to hear that. And she she verified that you have a great voice for radio. Didn't oh, even have thank the you. Same face. So that's really nice to hear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have had a few people say like, "Oh, your voice sounds nice. Your voice is relaxing," and I just stunning. It. That's like the power. I never expected that. I I never thought that ever. Yeah. Um, Here's a here's a thing I will say. It's really nice when people say nice things to you. That sounds like <laughs> a really obvious thing to say, but I have not I I have not had a lot of opportunity to hear people say like nice uncommon things to me. Mm-hmm. And when people say like the Justin Timberlake just thing comparison blew my mind one, but that's like that's like a big thing to be compared to like a famous person, but just people saying, Oh, your voice sounds nice in your podcast, whatever. That's nothing I ever expected to be told. And that's really nice to hear. I've also had people say like, Oh, someone said something nice to you, about you the other day, but I'm not going to tell you cause I don't want like your head to get big. Ooh. I'm thinking like, what impression have I given you that like makes you think my head is too big. I'm right. really insecure. I hate myself. <laughs> tell it's me true. good things, please. I think I'm garbage. Please tell me. I do. Uh, like, that's literally, honestly, one of my favorite compliments, types of compliments are the, oh, this person said something yesterday about you that, like, I thought you'd love to hear. Someone was and talking it's just like, about me when I wasn't there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It, like, plays into so many things where it's just yes. like, oh. That feels yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Like, people are talking me up when I'm not around. Yeah. They're thinking of me. I'm like, I came up somehow. Mm -hmm. Oh, that feels so good. Mm -hmm. Like you're doing something right. That's the sweet spot. Yeah, absolutely. More Um, people should, uh, more people should make sure to say nice things to people that aren't always wrapped in like maybe what they look like. I mean, actually, I guess I shouldn't speak for you. Maybe you want 47 people to come up. I'll take whatever I can get. Like Justin Timberlake. (laughs) I'm literally desperate for any sort of compliment. I'll take anything. (laughs) um yeah you know and um, the the benefit is because i like i don't know i don't believe in true altruism i always think there's like <laughs> there's always like a underlying thing of like it benefits the you or whatever but the other utilitarianism theory by benjamin whatever his fucking never mind is a philosopher I that you know that. um i the other beautiful thing about that is like if someone's like doing something you like and you're super specific about how you actually like how they do that they're gonna want to do that 
Like yeah. they're going to like love that's positive. It's called positive reinforcement. And yeah. like, it's going to reinforce that behavior if you really want to get like down to the, the science about it. But it's like, yeah, the, I agree that the more specificity that a compliment has, the more it like, I don't know if it's like, have they, they've taken extra time to think about this or it's like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. You like really paid attention. And like, that's cool that you felt good about that too. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I like that tip. Be nice and be specific. (laughs) Be specifically nice. Yeah. Some of the best specificity. Yeah. uh, Some of the best advice I've ever gotten from someone on a first date, no less was when she realized upon going to the first date, we were telling bad date stories. Mm -hmm. And this, this woman said, Oh yeah, I realized when I showed up that I had been catfished. Like this guy was not the person in the photos and he was like a foot shorter, different, everything. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, what'd you do? And she said, oh, we were like at a live music show. So I just, we hung out, we got a drink. And I was like, wow, that's really crazy that you did that. And she was like, well, you just always be kind to people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's like some Mr. Rogers sort of wisdom. That's like, that's uh, great advice. And mm-hmm. I've always thought of that. Yeah. I haven't always practiced it, but I think of it. Um, I think that's really good advice. Just always be kind and it, uh, it applies in online dating people. Don't be jerks. That would be great. It would make life easier for a lot of people. Yeah. Treat women with respect. Um, and men, even though they're pigs, I'm just going to keep saying I'm projecting. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for doing this. And, um, uh, Hope you had fun. I had a blast. And uh great. Yeah. Hopefully I'll see you sometime during this pandemic on this side or the other. I know. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um and if you people write in to be a man pod at gmail.com and you say nice things about the episode, you like this episode. I think this is a pretty awesome topic. Um, we'll do some more episodes. There's plenty of material here. So we'll do more episodes like this. Um, and then maybe you can recommend topics if you want as well for what you want to hear us discuss. Uh, so email be a man pod at gmail.com follow our YouTube page on uh, be a man pod YouTube page. Um, our library is small, but it's growing and, uh, check them out. We'll have some sketches and stuff up there and, uh, little tip of the week videos and stuff. And, uh, yeah. So Take it easy, everybody. Bye. Be a Man is produced, designed, edited, and engineered by Jack Garrity. Music is composed by DJ Jazzy Juicy. Nothing is copyrighted, but please don't steal anything. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.